Welcome back to the My Technicians Podcast. On this episode, we speak with my counterparts here at our parent company, Emerald, to discuss a new tech event that IT professionals should consider attending. The event is Commercial Integrator Expo, which is scheduled for next September on the 6th and 9th in Denver. The event is branded after our sister publication, Commercial Integrator, a pro audiovisual integration trade brand. It will be co-located with CD Expo, a huge residential technology trade show, also owned by Emerald. Tell us a little bit about the history of Cedia Expo, Commercial Integrator, and why IT professionals and their end users should attend this event. We welcome on Jason Knott, my boss, the Chief Content Officer and Editor-in-Chief of Residential Integration Trade Publications, CE Pro, and Dan Farisi, Editor-in-Chief of Commercial Integrator. With IT professionals being tasked more and more with building out conferencing spaces and working with audiovisual service providers more than ever, this is a show that you won't want to miss. Before we get to the interviews, here's a quick reminder to check out the podcast on iTunes, Google, and Spotify to hear weekly interviews with IT experts that can help you make the right decisions for your organization. All right, welcome uh, Jason and Dan to the Tech Decisions podcast. Uh, we are talking about the uh, Commercial Integrator Expo, which is going to be co-located with Cedia next year. Um, so uh, first question for you guys is, uh, you know, since you know many IT, leader, IT leaders and IT professionals are a little bit unfamiliar with the pro-AV industry as a whole, can you guys give us a little bit of the background behind Cedia, Commercial Integrator, uh, the thinking behind the co-located Commercial Integrator Expo, and how it's addressing any unmet needs. Um, why don't I give a background on Cedia and then I can let Dan uh, talk about this melding that's taking place between uh, both the residential and the commercial integrator. So Cedia, the association uh, was started in the early 1990s and it's a group of low voltage integrators who focus primarily the, on audio and video when it first start, started out. These were the audio guys, the video guys that put in the home theaters, residentially only focused um, community. Uh, they started an expo um, in uh, the, the mid 90s, um, which has just continually grown and grown as we've seen residential electronics grow. You know, I think when they first started out, they were probably putting in, you know, VHS tape systems and, and you know, tube TVs for people. Now they're putting in full blown audio systems obviously you know surround sound multi-room audio systems wireless audio obviously um massive tvs from not just flat panel tvs but uh, micro led tvs projection based um, uh, tvs are, are viewing things for for dedicated rooms lighting control um security systems with video surveillance and uh access control systems like video doorbells um motorized shades it is is another um hot area of it so i could go on and on there's 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 about 46 46 different categories of equipment that mm. we track in ce pro that these low voltage cedia integrators um do and cedia by the way stands for custom electronic design and installation association for any it professionals out there who aren't familiar with the association Great. so like a lot of industries um, 
we're seeing this melding happen between the commercial and the residential space. Mm -hmm. So it started to happen really when the recession hit in 2008, the um, CDA professionals were really dependent upon new construction, new home housing construction. We all know what happened, housing market collapsed. All these guys who were like 80, 90%, 100% in many cases, uh, driven by new home construction realized that they needed to diversify their businesses. So that point, 2008, 2009, they started to do more commercial installations. And by that, I mean, bars and restaurants, typically the places where you now start to see TVs and sound systems, um, some houses of worship, um, really wasn't a huge focus on the corporate market at that point where we're talking about corporate boardrooms. And I'll let Dan uh, expound upon that a little bit further. Um, and then uh, the network, of course, became the key component of all of this because all those categories that I just talked about are really driven by the network. The network is the engine and all those other things are the amenity in the car, uh, if you want to use that analogy. So, um, so we started seeing a gradual increase in the percentage of commercial business that integrators were doing um, to diversify themselves. Then, of course, the pandemic hit and there was a, a, a drop off. At one point, we saw it get all the way up to about 40 percent, almost 40 percent of their total revenues were coming from commercial installations, even though these were residentially based companies. Uh, it dropped all the way back down to uh, 17 percent or 13 percent. I'm sorry, 13 percent when the, uh, the pandemic hit. It's now, of course, going to start to come back. The genie's out of the bottle, so to speak. It, you, they're not going to go back and not um, be diverse businesses anymore. So that was really what the thinking was behind bringing Commercial Integrator Expo into the CD Expo, which is this well-established event that just happened a few weeks ago was a big success. So Dan, I'll let you maybe expand upon it a little bit further. Yeah, and obviously, you know, that, that's really informative from the, the resi side, from the, the traditional CDA custom integration side. Uh, I, I think the same kind of trends are prevailing on the commercial side as well. Uh, I would trace the origin of, uh, you know, kind of the, the trends I'm talking about on the commercial side, maybe more to the pandemic as opposed to the Great Recession. Um, thinking about some of those enterprise spaces that Jason alluded to, higher education spaces, things of that nature. As the pandem uh, pandemic descended on us and we started having to roll out these hybrid kind of, uh, or, or you know, whether it's work from home, whether it's learn from home, or a hybridization thereof with a mix of in-person and from home, you're starting to in encounter then systems and solutions that need to cross the boundaries of both the out-of-home space and the in-home space. So if you're having a, a corporate deployment or something like that, say you're working with J.P. Morgan Chase, or you're working with Barclays or something along those lines, you need not only to outfit their uh, corporate boardroom, their meeting spaces, their huddle rooms, things of that nature, but maybe the CEO lives in Montecito and she needs to be able to remote in and have an equitable experience. People need to be able to see her and engage with her. And likewise, she needs to be able to engage with her team members. You may have uh, employees all over the country all over the, or all over the world hot desking. They might be going into, uh, you know, we work kind of spaces, things of that nature, or working from their own homes. 
and that idea of, of meeting equity and having an equitable experience. And the same thing with education, having an equitable distance learning or hybrid learning experience. It really has forced these worlds together in a very meaningful way. You can't just be a commercial integrator anymore and say, the only thing I care about is the huddle spaces and the meeting rooms, or if I'm on a college campus, the only thing I care about are the, the, the physical uh, you know, in, in classroom environments or the, uh, the, the on-campus environments, because then you're leaving people out. Um, we want everyone, whether it's in a corporate enterprise space or in a, a higher education space, to be equitable, to have a full experience, no second-class citizens. And that need for no second-class citizenship has forced these worlds together. Uh, residential world, the commercial world. And that's really going to come fully to fruition, fully to blossom at this co-located event in Denver next year with CDA Expo and Commercial Integrator Expo. It's going to be one badge, two shows. Your one badge is going to give you access to both since the, the show floor environments will be in the same physical space in, in Denver. Uh, so you're going to be able to check out all the commercial and technology, all the residential technology, move back and forth. There'll be some manufacturers invariably who will have booths in both. They'll have a commercial focus booth. They'll have a residential focus booth. And that's going to empower whether they're commercial integrators, whether they're custom integrators, whether they're end user technology managers, whether they're IT professionals, to get a taste of everything, that full ecosystem. And that full ecosystem, I think, really defines where technology is going these days. The silos are coming down. The Visions are starting to disappear to some greater or lesser extent, and we're understanding technology ecosystems in a much more holistic and much more all-encompassing kind of a way. Great. Thanks, Dan. Um, yeah, so there is a, a very big emphasis for this show on encouraging end users and IT managers uh, to come and, and check out all the, all the uh, vendors that are, that are exhibiting and, and, and check out any educational sessions. Um, so why, why should they, you know, what kind of technologies can they expect to learn about at the show? Well, <clears throat> I think it's really about two things. I say education and relationships. So if I'm obviously professional IT manager is not going to come to this event and get schooled on what firewalls and VPNs are. They know all those sorts of things. They're, they already are well aware of that, but just listing, as I mentioned, you know, some of those categories of equipment that are now being tacked onto their networks that they're creating for their you know, corporate space or education space or, or whatever space it is. I think it's important for them to know what are some of the devices that are being uh, added to these, whether they're audio, streaming audio, streaming video, whether they're uh, smart lighting, um, whether they're control and automation, security, video surveillance systems. They need to know uh, what some of these uh, products are that are being tacked onto their networks. I think in the past, a lot of corporate IT managers, when they were approached by the commercial integrator, they would say, well, you're not touching my network. You know, I'm not going to let this stuff. And so obviously there needed to be some sort of a separate uh, firewall VPN scenario set up between the technology that was being added on and that base network. Um, it's not an option, as Dan said a second ago, it's not an option to deny that they, it's not going to, the future is not going to be where they're going to say, no, we don't want any of that stuff because we don't want you to touch the network. Guess what? You can't have a video surveillance system because we don't want you to touch the network. It's not going to fly. So they need to know about this equipment. <clears throat> the second part, as I mentioned, is relationships. As Dan mentioned, there's going to be um, you know, thousands of integrators there. 
both uh, commercially based integrators as well as residentially based integrators from the secure the uh, CDS space that are moving into the commercial area. And um, this is their chance to, to meet and forge relationships, understand where they're coming from, and you know, possibly find integrators that can help them um, bring the solutions that they need for their locations. Right. Yeah, I, I, would, Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I would, I would amplify a, a lot of what Jason said. And, you know, he, he's driven home the point of that, that network centricity. And, and I think that really is central to this. And I want to move on to that in just a second. But I do want to just say kind of at the outset, I'm seeing more and more an acknowledgement within commercial AV circles. I'm sure it's probably the same in custom circles that, that Jason uh, travels in every day. We're recognizing that, that end users, especially what I would call kind of the power end users, people like Mike Peterson at Iowa State, Aaron Maher Moran at Johns Hopkins, Joe Way at USC, they really have an outside voice these days in kind of shaping the ongoing conversation about technology deployment and technology applications. So why should they be at an event like Commercial Integrator X? Expo co-located with CDA Expo, because that's where that conversation is taking place. They're the tastemakers. They're people who are talking in a lot of ways about where things are going. They're observing where things are going. Why should power end users, IT managers, um, in-house integrators be there? Because this is where the conversation is going to be. It's going to be the hub of that conversation. Uh, moving back to that network, though, uh, that network centricity, I totally agree with Jason um, that we're seeing more and more integrators, whether they're on the custom side or on the commercial side, working hand in hand with IT managers and technology managers at this point. Uh, I just got finished with the networking deep dive with commercial integrator. That networking deep dive is going to be in our November issue. And the whole conversation was all about, well, are we going to have kind of a separate um dedicated purpose-built AV network? Are we going to have AV systems and other kinds of technologies in our ecosystem on the corporate backbone network? These are ongoing conversations, ongoing debates. I don't think there's necessarily one answer that is uniform across all vertical markets. Some verticals and some applications prefer that uh, separate network. Some prefer an integrated network. But the network is necessarily at least starting a dialogue. And that means that those end users, those IT professionals, those technology managers need to be at the table and they need to be talking with the integrators. They need to be building that dialogue, building that relationship. And likewise, the integrators need to be leaning into them, learning from them, not necessarily viewing them as kind of a non-overlapping magisteria where you, know, you have your world, I have mine, and uh, never do the two roads cross. The roads very, very much are crossing these days. But I think also, and I don't necessarily celebrate this coming from Commercial Integrator, which is a very channel-focused uh, publication, a very channel-focused um, you know, multimedia platform. Platform, we recognize that some vendors and distributors are starting to market and sell their gear directly to end users, particularly those Fortune 500 type end users that may have very well built out in-house technology teams. So why should some of those end users and technology managers be there? They may ultimately be specking and designing and installing some of these products. Again, I, I don't celebrate that necessarily from the commercial integrator perspective because we're for the integrator channel, but I think it's also a fact, and I think that's one reason why they may want to be attending the co-located show. They may actually be the decision makers in some cases. Hmm. Yeah, and, that, and that's something that, that uh, you know, I've noticed, you know, you know, walking around the floors at, at different, you know, AV-related uh, trade shows, have you want to mention, but um, you know, a, a lot of these solutions are becoming, you know, easier for IT, for IT people to deploy and manage themselves. Um, you know, rather than, you know, contract with an integrator, uh, then, you know, there's still, 
a lot of opportunity for integrators to provide, you know, services um, and, and tack on, you know, uh, uh, just, you know, additional services to the, to those products. Um, so what kind of technologies, you know, should we expect to learn about at, at the show? I mean, I think we've talked about a lot of them, um, but, you know, if I'm a, if I'm an IT professional and I'm coming to this, um, uh, new CDA Expo co-located with, with Commercial Integrator Expo. I'm going to see, you know, high-performance audio. I'm going to see, I'm going to learn about streaming technologies. I'm going to see um, amazing video uh, from whether it's micro LED video walls <clears throat> or, you know, amazing projectors that could be used for digital um, um, displays. So there's, there's so many to name. Again, I mentioned even just the crossroads of lighting. You know, you're probably, right. people are probably wondering, what are you talking about lighting? You know, the, the whole LED revolution has changed the nature of lighting. Um, and so that now this has become a very important category um, for, for integrators. And so if uh, uh, IT professionals aren't familiar with the changes that have taken place just in the lighting category alone over the last two years, uh, this would be the place to come. Right. Yeah, and I think um, I think a lot of IT professionals are kind of you know beginning to wrap their hands around the unified communications piece. You know, if we do conferencing collaboration, and you know, probably a lot of that has been helped by you know by Zoom, Microsoft Teams, uh, Google Meet, etc. But I think it's a lot of the other kind of AV technology, like you know, uh, digital signage, um, you know, pro sound, like you said, lighting, that is still a little bit foreign to them. Um, so, you know, what are some examples of, of Resi and commercial tech, um, you know, merging uh, that we're seeing that, you know, I, that IT professionals should, you know, uh, you know, begin to explore a little bit as they're, you know, starting to build out their hybrid work models. So I'll definitely get to, to some of those kind of crossover technologies. I do just want to go back to the previous question just for a moment, because you had mentioned, Zach, the idea of some of the, the more, I guess, non-traditional technologies that end users, uh, technology managers, IT leaders may be interested in. Something I think it's worth mentioning is the Commercial Integrator Expo is going to kind of focus on five key verticals or solution areas. Uh, and those are corporate slash enterprise, education, resi-mercial, hospitality, and retail. Yeah. Um, so to complement what Jason said, I think that is going to give IT leaders and technology managers an opportunity to look at everything from sound reinforcement to digital signage to large format display, control systems, cameras, microphones. So it's not necessarily just kind of the conferencing and collaboration technologies that they may be working with every day. But if you're talking about, you know, retail, if you're talking about hospitality, you know, hotels, restaurants, you're probably also talking, again, about digital signage, large format right. display, maybe 4K or 8K displays. Maybe you're talking about direct view LED. Maybe you're talking about ceiling speakers or background music systems. So I think there's a real, there's an opportunity to look at a constellation of different types of technologies. Um, but I do, you know, think that in terms of, of your, your question, which is, um, what are some of these technologies that we're really seeing cross over per se? I think you're seeing a lot of it centering on the more traditional collaboration technologies. We're thinking about microphones, we're thinking about cameras, collaboration platforms, and other kind of, uh, you know, workplace and school interaction kind of platforms to facilitate a seamless dialogue between those who are both on-site and off-site, lighting setups. I think that's where you're seeing probably the most direct 
crossover, but I think that's just the tip of the iceberg for what the potential crossover could be as it comes fully to blossom, as it comes fully to fruition. And again, as we as we lean into with Commercial Integrator Expo, those verticals again, uh, or corporate enterprise, education, resi-mercial, hospitality, retail, I think we're going to see more and more opportunities to look at technologies that are cross-deployable. Yeah, Jason, anything to add? Uh, you know, from the you know your you know expertise on the on the residential side. Yeah, um, I'm the only thing I'll add is I thought Dan hit a good point there that you know this is an opportunity for. IT professionals maybe to help educate the um, integrator crowd too. So when they're they're out there building their specifications, they have specific needs, and you know they're you know whether you're putting out to bid or they're working specifically with um, individual integration companies or even if it's like a government level thing where they've got to have you know GSA approved contractors. I think educating this community of integration professionals on what the needs are at the, at the end user level is it's a two way street. So mm -hmm. they're not just going to be there to learn. I think it's going to be their opportunity to um, mingle with these folks and talk to them about, you know, Hey, I, this is what I need if I'm going to be able to do um, a, 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 a video wall in this facility or digital projection or something of that nature. So um no, I think it's going to be a great learning experience. I'm excited to see the education be pulled together in terms of uh, how we can kind of maybe ease this interaction that we were just talking about between um, end users and the integration community. And, and hopefully it becomes something that's fruitful for, for both entities. I, I couldn't agree more with Jason on that idea of learning from each other, leaning into the opportunity to, to dialogue and learn from each other. When I talk to integrators, when I'm in integration circles, what I hear more than anything is that we want not to be a contractor. We want not to be, you know, just someone you sign a contract with, we do a job and then we're out the door. We want to be a trusted strategic advisor. And the only way that an integrator can be a trusted strategic advisor to whether it's an end user organization, like a, a higher education institution, a corporate enterprise is to dialogue readily with all parties and be willing to listen, be willing to learn, be willing to share knowledge. That is the, the crux of being an integrator from my perspective, from commercial integrators perspective, in terms of running your integration company better and not being an old fashioned 1980s style contractor. So Commercial, Commercial Integrator Expo, co-located with Cedia Expo, is going to create those dialogues. It's going to create an atmosphere and an environment where people can learn from each other. They can enhance their business operations, and they can facilitate and seed partnerships that potentially could reap incredible benefits in the years to come. So I think this is not just going to be a technology show. It's not just going to be an education show. It's going to be a real networking hub and an opportunity to learn from each other and grow with each other and lean into a transformation that's going to potentially yield far better experiences and far better outcomes for all stakeholders across both commercial and custom. You know, something to think about, too, it just reminded me of, I know years ago, they used to always say that a lot of the advancements that happen in the video space were driven by the porn industry. You know, if the porn industry adopted it, then it was it drove itself down to, you know, whether it be higher performance VHS, VHS or whatever it might have been at the time. So 
there is a lot of technology in this crossover of where's the technology being driven from? Is it coming from the commercial side to resi or is it coming from resi into commercial? It's kind of a two-way street there too on the technology side. And I'll just point out two technologies that I believe are that IT professionals should become aware of and commercial integrators should become aware of that are coming from the resi space and then going to push themselves up much more um, emphatically into the commercial space. One would be voice control. And I think you're going to see that um, interactive office that's voice control based office at, at some point in our lives, it's going to happen. And that is really a residentially based topic uh, or technology, I should say. And then the second would be just streaming video and streaming audio. I mean, we all now stream things to our phone on a consistent basis. And I think we're going to see the proliferation of that streaming take place much um, more on the commercial space. And that was really another residentially um, uh, a, tech, a technology that started on the residential side of the business. Mm -hmm. And I could sure that Dan could list off a million things on the commercial side, video walls, being a perfect example, we're now hearing from integrators who are having customers take out their two-piece projection systems in favor of micro LED video walls. Um, you know, these these we all see them in airports and, and th different things like that. They're brighter. Uh, they they don't have to warm up. They turn on right uh, immediately. They don't require the same amount of real estate in a home. So um, there are obviously quirks that need to be taken care of there in terms of the power usage and reinf wall reinforcement and those sorts of things because they're heavy. Um, but that's a perfect example of a technology that started on the commercial side and is now moving its way into the resi side. Right, right. And I was just going to say what's really interesting is also in, in many of these cases, say you're talking about a CEO or something like that. Um, she may be building out a really impressive home theater setup or some kind of, you know, integrated system voice control setup in her home. And then she might say, well, you know what? I would love for you, the integrator I'm working with, to do something in my office as well. There's so much opportunity, I think, to leverage existing clients. And then it ends up crossing these kind of invisible boundaries between commercial and residential. And just interestingly, I, I was speaking to a number of commercial integrators at CD Expo uh, talking about the co-location coming up in 2023. Some of them say they embrace that kind of work. Some of them say, you know what? I'm a commercial integrator. I never want to go into someone's home. I never want to deal with someone's distance learning setup. But what I want to do is find a, a residential or a custom partner that I trust, that I believe in, that I can stand shoulder to shoulder with. They can refer work to me. I can refer work to them so that when a client comes to me or a potential client comes to me and say, I don't simply want my home set up. I also want my office set up or vice versa. We can say, well, we have that covered. I don't do all of this, but I have someone I work hand in hand with. And it gives you that kind of one-stop shop solution without someone having to expand beyond their core competencies or their comfort levels. So I think it, it again reinforces what I've been trying to drive, I think as part of this conversation, that the co-location is going to be an incredible opportunity to forge connections and network. So it's not only for end user technology managers and IT professionals, to learn about technologies they may be deploying themselves and to begin dialogues with integrators who may be working on their network or setting up a parallel dedicated AV network on their corporate campus. It also is giving integrators themselves an opportunity to network and mix and find ways to partner with each other and leverage each other's strengths 
um, we're all in this together in the sense that we're all technology solutions providers. And I think that end users, the people you speak to every day, Zach, are probably looking for exactly that. They're looking for technology solutions providers. They don't want to have 18 dedicated contractors focused on one tiny little bit of the ecosystem. So I think Commercial Integrator Expo co-located with CD Expo is, is capturing the zeitgeist of the moment because it's going to be that place where technology solution providers are born. That's what they're going to, they're going to be born in that, that, that cauldron, in that, that crucible. Great. Yeah, and, and, you know, kind of hitting on that, that merging of, of commercial and residential tech, I think um, the epidemic kind of accelerated um, a lot of it. So, I mean, when you're at home, at your, at your home office, um, you know, plugging a, a camera into your USB port on your laptop and firing up a Zoom meeting is super easy. But when you go into the office, um, there's a lot of different, moving pieces and different devices, um, integrated cameras, speakers, microphones, can be a little bit uh, complex, both for end users to use and for IT man to manage. Um, and I think the pandemic accelerated a lot of uh, simplification of those kind of systems. Um, and similarly, I mean, if you're sitting on a couch, firing up your TV is you just click a button. And you know, that's, I think we want the same kind of ease of use when we go into the office and you want to, you know, fire up a digital display, um, but if you're giving a presentation or if it's like an on-one video conferencing display, uh, we want the same, you know, ease of use. And we, you know, if it's not easy to use, then we're not being productive, essentially. I'll, I'll add on to that, not just ease of use, but secure. So yes. think of that, the, the uh, unsecured Wi-Fi, the number of personal devices that are now that plugged in when people are working from home. Think of uh, the, the phone, um, the uh, video conference calls where they didn't put in the passcode and they get hacked, um, the secure, unsecured phone system. So um, that whole melding of the work from home environment is kind of one of the crossover points between the two um, groups of, of integrators that is a, already a keen interest of IT professionals that cybersecurity yeah. Oh yeah, it is. Again, if, if there's one point that they can drive home where I think the integrators could, could certainly learn from your audience, Zach, it's going to be the importance of cybersecurity. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Uh, it, it is absolutely essential. And you know, I've, I've been talking to some extent about the idea of, you know, dedicated networks versus uh, combined networks and mm -hmm. the idea of cybersecurity, the necessity of having enterprise grade enterprise-grade cybersecurity, especially for, uh, you know, homeland security kind of clients, government clients, healthcare clients, where there might be a personally identifiable healthcare information. All these conversations are, are essential these days. And I know that our integrator audience wants to learn more. They want to know more. And I think people who, you know, consume tech decisions and its content, your audience, your readership are very well positioned to teach the integration channel a lot of what they want to know. And, and we may be able to teach things as well, not necessarily about cybersecurity, but we have information to share. The, the tech decisions community has information to share. And what better way to do that than to bring everyone together in Denver where all the technology is going to be there, the education sessions are going to be there, and it's just a perfect opportunity to learn from each other. And again, embrace this idea of being technology solution providers, whether it's the integrator channel providing that solution to the end user, or whether it's the IT manager facilitating it for their own you know, in-house people. We're all trying to 
create technology solutions that meet and exceed expectations. I think when people leave Denver in 2023, they're going to be better positioned to meet and exceed customers and clients and users and team members' technology expectations. Absolutely. Um, it's funny. Um, I mean, we're talking about audiovisual technology. A lot of it, I mean, most of it is devices and, you know, IoT devices and, and, and security-minded um, IT professionals have, have, it's not really a joke. It's more of like a warning, I guess. Um, they call it the Internet of Threats rather than the Internet of Things, uh, which, which I think, which I think says a lot about the, uh, the, you know, security mindset um, of those kind of devices. Um, well, guys, uh, thanks very much. I appreciate your time. Um, and uh, one more thing: where can we go to learn more about Commercial Integrator Expo? So you can go to expo.commercialintegrator.com. You have all the information you need to know there. And I know that there'll be continuing exciting announcements in the weeks and months ahead as more partnerships are formalized and as plans are fully put into place. But I can say I've been covering the commercial AV industry for, for 18 years in various capacities. This is one of the, the very most, if not the single most exciting thing that I've been part of. I think it's really meeting a market need. And again, if we're talking about being experienced facilitators, smile generators, memory makers. We're trying to create these indelible impressions. This is the place where we're going to create a roadmap and set forth a vision to make that happen. So that makes me really excited because I don't just cover this industry. I believe in it. I try to be an advocate for it. Um, I feel like there's so much we as an organization have to give, and I'm, I can't wait to see it come to fruition. Great. All right. Thanks very much, guys.